You are the light that shines from your business. You're amazing. You are special. You are unique. You are perfect exactly as you are. So why is it that you're having so much trouble, if this is you, to get people to connect to your business? How come you're having so much trouble standing out on social media? Welcome back into the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. My name is Sam Hind, and today I'm going to talk to you about an interesting concept when it comes to social media, because this is kind of a concept that isn't new. It isn't telling you something you don't know, but it is something that most of us have completely forgotten how to do. Do you know, I have many, many conversations every single week from people that are trying to grow their business on social media. And there's often one common denominator that many of them are forgetting to incorporate into their social media presence. Do you know what it is? It's you. We have essentially forgotten how to be ourselves on social media. Think about it this way. We are so tuned in to watching other people, other pages, uh, observing what people are doing, looking at the influencers out there, paying attention to those that seem to be kicking butt on social media and we think to ourselves that we have to be more like that. When in actual fact, usually trying to be more like that is the very thing that's getting in our way. So what I want to share with you today are some key things that you can do to help people connect to you, to help you stand out and uh, be seen amongst all the noise, to be heard amongst all the noise, more to the point. I want to help you to grow your business, but most importantly, I want to help you to connect. I want to help you build meaningful relationships, and I want to help you feel congruent and comfortable with who it is that you are being online. There's nothing worse than walking away from your social media page feeling a bit icky because it doesn't feel right. And I think some of you know exactly what I mean because I've been there too. I get it. We spend so long trying to replicate what other people are doing that we forget how to be us. So let's talk a little bit about that today because I think this is such a huge one for so many of us. Now, before I dive into what the things are that I recommend that you do to try and be a little bit more you, I want to talk a little bit more about why this is so critically important. Think about the products that you sell, the business that you're in. Is your business or are your products unique? Are you the only place that people can go to get those things from? Keep in mind that people buy from people that they like, know, and trust. You know this well because you know that those people in your business that are loyal to you, those people that have been your repeat customers that spread word of mouth about you, they don't do that without knowing you. They do it when they've got a connection to you. When you guys have just uh, built that relationship where you can have banter, you can pick the phone up, you can chat, they feel comfortable coming to you and asking for your recommendation or for some help. How do I use the product or which products are right for me? It might even be your team that you're thinking of. Your team, your best team are the people that you have a great relationship with, the ones that perform the best, the ones that continue to grow, the ones that you create a team with. They're the people that you connect with. So what is unique about your business? What makes your business stand out? What is it that helps you stand out from the noise? That's really easy. It's you. You are it. You are the light that shines from your business. You're amazing. You are special. You are unique. You are perfect exactly as you are. So why is it that you're having so much trouble, 
if this is you, to get people to connect to your business? How come you're having so much trouble standing out on social media? Well, generally it's because we're not being us. People are having a really hard time to connect to us because that's not who we're essentially being. We're being other people. Now, we all fall into this trap. It's such an easy trap to fall into. And that's because social media has become such an everyday part of our lives. We don't even realize that we're starting to become others on social media. We see what someone else does and we think, wow, that's great. I'm going to do that. Or I wish I could speak more like that on video. Or I wish I could do a little bit more of that. Do you know, I've got a couple of instances that I can absolutely recall, even in my own business, where this has been such a huge part of growth for me. Times when I've thought, you know, I need to cut through the noise, but I'm afraid to be myself because what will people think? That's often the thing that's going on in the back of our minds too. What will people think? What will people think if I put myself out there? What will people think if I tell them what I'm doing for my business? What will people think if I share my favorite products? What will people think if I do a video talking to the camera? Well, don't worry. All of us have battled with that at some point in our lives. Around about three years ago, I had an opportunity to get up on stage and speak at an event. Now, I speak at a lot of events and I love speaking at events. It's an opportunity for me to reach more people, connect with more people, build more relationships, do exactly what I love. But it doesn't come without stress and strain. And what I mean by that is when I get up on stage, I know that people are going to be forming an opinion about me, about what I do, about what I teach, about who I am. And I can't control that. I try very hard to. And if you're anything like me and you love to control every situation and you're a bit of a perfectionist, then you hate that feeling of lack of control. And I remember I was about to get up on this stage. There were about 900 people in the room. And I turned to uh, the CEO of the company, who's also a really good friend of mine. And I just said to her, and she's a seasoned speaker, so she does this stuff all the time. But I said, why is it that I feel so nervous, so anxious, so uncomfortable to the point where I feel sick? I've done this so many times. I know what I'm doing inside and out. And yet I still feel so uncomfortable about getting up on that stage. How do I overcome this? It's it's de- debilitating to be able to, to get up on that stage and go through this process. And her answer to me is something that gets me through now every time I turn this camera on, every time I do a webinar, every time I get up on a stage, I remind myself of what she said in that moment. And that is, you cannot control what other people think. In fact, she said, it is none of your business. Your job is to deliver whatever it is that your gift is to deliver. Get out there and do what it is that you're meant to be doing on this earth. Don't let something that's got nothing to do with you, which is the opinions that other people are going to form about you, uh, that people are going to form about you, get in the way of you doing what you're supposed to be doing because it's none of your business and you can't change it. You cannot do a thing about it. And she was really right. So I just want to repeat that to you guys for a moment because this is often the thing I know that stops us from being us. We go to put a post up on social media using language that feels comfortable for us, maybe even even using an image that we love, but we start to question, what will other people think if I put this out there? Stop. Don't do that. Be you. Be yourself. Do you know, after that instance, I thought she's so right, but she's so right in so many other ways because not only was I having trouble getting up on stage to deliver what I knew in my heart I was supposed to be delivering, but I was also having a lot of trouble back at that time doing something as simple as a Facebook Live. Let me tell you, I still feel super uncomfortable getting on and even doing this podcast, but I know that it's the right thing. I know it's what I'm meant to be doing. And once it's done and once I get to connect with all of you, I love it and I'm so thankful that I did. 
But that moment when I have to turn the camera on and hit go, there's a little voice in the back of my head that goes, what will people think? What will people think? If you talk about this particular topic, what will people think? Do you know that the most successful podcast I've done was the one podcast I very nearly didn't release? There was a time around about four months ago and a lot was going on. And I just felt in my heart that I wanted to speak from a parent's perspective. I wanted to speak from a working mum's perspective because I know I've got a lot of working parents that listen to this podcast. So on a whim, (laughs) random day, I just turned that camera on and I started talking. And I started talking about some of the things that I do to balance my life. I talked about some of the ways that I stop myself from being ruled and run by social media as a mum, as a wife, as a human being. I kind of let some barriers down that day. It wasn't about social media specifically. It was just about being a working parent and how I've learned to manage that lifestyle. Now, I remember sending that to our podcast team saying, please delete this if you don't feel that this is what we should be releasing because really it's got nothing to do with social media, which is what we teach. Now, they came back to me and said that it had three of the five mums in tears and they absolutely thought it was one of the best episodes I'd done and they wanted to to put it out there. I still felt super uncomfortable. But do you know what happened? Because I was myself that day and we released that podcast, not only was it the most listened to podcast I ever did, but I got so many messages and emails from people saying, thank you so much for being so real in that episode. It was exactly what I needed to hear right now. I needed to hear that someone else was going through some of the same stuff that I was going through. So I just want to remind you that in your business on social media, if you're thinking to yourself, hmm, what will people think? Should I put that out there? Why would people care about what my favorite product is? Why would I even talk about why I love this business? What do people care about that? That's the one thing that's going to help people care. Your passion what you uh, have got energy about, what gets you excited will also be infectious to other people. People care about what you care about. So I really encourage you, when you're putting content out there, make it unique to you because you're amazing, you are unique, and that is how you stand out from the noise. About a month ago, I had uh, an amazing woman in her 70s who's got a party plan business came to me and she was quite distraught because she knew that in order for her to get ahead in the times that we're in, she really needed to embrace social media. But she'd never, ever touched Facebook before, had never been on Facebook, never done anything with it, and so also had no idea how it worked. She asked me, would I please show her how to launch her business on Facebook? Because she'd never done it, we had to build a personal profile. We had to build a business page and then we helped her build a group. Now, something really interesting happened and we observed it instantly from the second she got going on Facebook. We got her up and running and we showed her how to post. We showed her what to do. She was comfortable doing video because she'd been doing Zoom demonstrations for ages. So that was no problem. But what was really interesting was how quickly she connected with people. She got a following of over a thousand people in a matter of weeks and they weren't randoms. They were people that all loved what she did. The word about her page and what she did and who she was and her products spread like wildfire. Do you know what it was that made her stand out so much? She hadn't been tuned into behaving a certain way on social media because she'd never watched it. She'd never spent time trawling her Facebook feed and just observing and almost being brainwashed by how you do things and what's considered great and how influencers roll and how do you take beautiful photographs with filters and all these things. She didn't have a clue about any of that. 
All she knew how to do was be herself. And what she did was she interacted on social media in exactly the same way that she interacts every day. She interacted with people with real conversation, with words that she would use in everyday chatter. She even did videos exactly the same way she would do a demonstration if she were in person with somebody or in someone's home. And people just connected. She was herself. She was raw and she was real. There was nothing perfect about her content except for the fact that she was being her and that made it perfect. Now, I just want to put a little disclaimer in there for a moment. I said before, to be real, let the barriers down, let people in, and absolutely that's powerful. But do not, please, I implore you, do not fall into the trap of complaining. Please don't be one of those people that tells everybody about every woe you've got in your life. People don't care about that. Think about it this way. If you can consider how can I make people feel better when they leave than when they came in, if I can have somebody feeling better when they've uh, read my post than they did beforehand, that's a really great place to start. I spoke to a really beautiful person who does a lot of speaking at conferences and events recently. She, uh, I rang her phone and she answered and just the tone was so energetic and uplifting and I was like, wow. I feel better after just hearing you answer the phone. And she said, that's really great you say that because I've actually got a personal mission that every contact and interaction I have with anybody will leave them feeling better than before that interaction. What a great way to have your interactions with other human beings. What a great way to live life. If nothing else, I can imagine that that's going to make you feel so much better. And I absolutely am going to make it my mission to try and do the very same thing. So that really does go to your social media as well. So I'm going to give you a couple of little actionable things that I recommend that you do if you want to be a little bit more you on social media. And there's a few things that I tend to come back to when it comes to my content. If I'm thinking to myself, you know, we're being a little bit corporate and professional at the moment. I need to sort of come back to the grassroots. I need to do a little bit more of connecting with people and being relational. There's a few things that I do. The first thing isn't so much about the posting. It's about what I do after people comment and interact. I make it my mission anytime that anyone comments, not only on my page, but in a group that I'm involved in. It doesn't have to be my group. It could be another group, but maybe it's on a post that I've interacted with. I always do my very best to have some real conversation with people in the chatter underneath their comments. I try to use their names. I try to be relatable. I love using emojis every here and there because it really does feel chilled out and relaxed. It doesn't feel like you're being all corporate and, and professional and perfect in everything that you're doing. I just love having that, that back and forward banter where people feel like you're just chatting with them like real humans. So I love to do that underneath our posts when people interact. I love to do it on other posts, on other pages and in groups. That's a really great way uh, without having to spend ages of time thinking about what to post next to have that really great interaction. Another way that you can absolutely let those barriers down, be you and stand out, is to share a bit of your story. Now, that can be done in loads of different ways. Your story could be something like a full dump of our story, you know, how you got into the business, why you're so passionate about the business, why you love the products, but it doesn't have to be that full on. Your story could be something as simple as your favorite product and why. Uh, Something fun that's happened when you've used a product or an interesting experience that you've had in the business. 
tell a funny story, tell a sad story, tell a happy story. All of those things are your stories. As little or as big as they are, they don't have to be tiny, they don't have to be huge, but they are what they are. Your stories are really important. They're what help people connect with you. They're what make you unique. Share them. I've had some really beautiful people in my world really uh, help me focus in on how important stories are and I didn't realise how important they were until I started to pay attention to some of the the people out there that are the key influencers, the speakers, the, the people that really grab your attention. Notice how they speak to you. Notice what gets you paying attention to what they're saying. Usually those posts that I really do stop on are the ones where someone's sharing a bit of a story. It could be as simple as, guess what happened this morning? It could be as big as the time that my life changed. But your story is important and it's unique to you and only you can really tell it. So share your story. So remember to share a bit of your passion, even share your behind the scenes. What goes on for you in your world, in your business? People love to know about that stuff. But remember, make it positive and uplifting. If you've got a choice to change your language around so that rather than focusing on the negative, you can turn it around to focus on the positive, read back your post and think to yourself, if I didn't know me and I were reading this for the very first time, how would I feel after reading it? It's a really great way to put it. And if you can't do that, if you have a lot of trouble taking yourself out of your shoes, get someone else to read it. Get someone else to give their feedback. Another thing that I encourage you to do more of, and this one's going to make some of you feel a little uncomfortable, but I'm going to say from personal experience, this is really powerful, is to do more videos. Videos can be scary, I know, especially if you're doing them live. But the thing I love about doing video, and this was a lesson I had to learn the hard way, the thing I love about doing video and doing Facebook Lives is that they're real they're raw. You can't hide. People can see your eyes. And I think that's incredibly powerful. And the great thing about a Facebook Live is people can interact with you real time while you're doing it. What a powerful piece of technology we have right there in our fingertips right now. The world has changed so much. So think about it this way. If you can reach people on a global level right now, just by getting out there and doing lives every so often, what an amazing way to grow your business. The challenge we have is doing a Facebook Live and just being us and being cool with that. Do you know, I was watching a, a beautiful consultant that I've worked uh, worked with over the last few months who works for a cosmetic company the other day. And I've been watching her for a long time doing her videos and I, I'm always so drawn in. And I've never really paid attention to why I'm so drawn into them until a couple of days ago. And I realized something. When she does her lives, she's talking straight down the camera. First of all, she looks at the camera, but she's talking to the camera as though you're her best buddy and you guys are just having a chin wag over a cup of coffee or a glass of wine. She is just, as she's doing her makeup, chatting about what's going on in her world right now. Now, not in a negative way. She's being really fun, but she's using exactly the same language she uses when you have a real conversation with her. It is so inviting. It's so comfortable. It's so real. You don't feel like dozens of people are watching the same video. You feel like you're the only person in the room. Now, I get that takes practice. Even I'm not as good at doing that as she is. But what an amazing way to make people feel. How great is it that we can just simply be us and that's okay, that's enough. I've seen loads of people going back to basics, going back to, you know what, let's not do everything perfectly, let's just get out there. 
Back when I started doing speaking gigs, one of the things that I was still so uncomfortable with doing was doing video, video where I talk to the camera just like I am now. And someone came to me one day and said, you have to get back out there because if you don't do video, how do you expect people to take a leaf out of your book? How do you expect to be able to encourage other people to do it if you're not doing it? And I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm teaching them the way, but I'm not in the direct selling industry anymore. I don't need to do it anymore. And they said, that's absolute rubbish. Of course you do. People are watching what you do and you are helping make people feel comfortable with this one thing that you're telling them they need to get out there and do. And I thought, they're so right. The thing was, I still had that voice going, what will people think? So I decided that the easiest way to deal with it was to just get out there, bite the bullet, swallow it and do it. And I did. But do you know what I learned? The thing that gets in my way is when I let myself have an option out. So instead of becoming my own worst nightmare, my own little enemy, I decided to try something new. And here's my trick when it comes to doing videos. Same thing when I do podcasts, same thing when I do a live, even the same thing when we do a webinar. We rarely pre-record. I do it and I send it. I do it and I post it. Uh, Some of you guys would have heard me talking about this on webinars when we talk about doing Facebook Lives or even your uh, virtual parties and events. I stopped pre-recording most of my videos because what would happen was I would pre-record it and I'd watch it back. And as I watched it back, I would hear the words that I didn't like or I would nitpick at the way that I was facing or the lighting or I had a straggling hair or what will people think about that top I was wearing or my collar was untucked. So I decided that's it. If people don't care about that stuff and if I'm thinking these things and other people aren't paying any attention, I need to just get out there and do it. So my rule is this. When I do a Facebook Live, obviously that's great because it's out there, but I'm never allowed to watch it back because if I do, I'll delete it. If I'm doing a pre-recorded video, I record it once and then I post it. I don't watch it back. Never watch my videos back because I know that I'll nitpick on things that other people won't necessarily nitpick on. And let me tell you a little secret I learned as well. This is a hard one because it's one thing to say it, it's another thing to feel it. But if people don't like what you do, if that little voice in your head is right and you're thinking, what will people think? And there is someone out there that thinks, oh, she's got a straggling hair or her collar's tucked the wrong way or whatever that might be. Is that really a person that you need to be pleasing? I had somebody ring me about three weeks ago and I said, Sam, I want to talk to you about your podcast. I had a listen and I've got some feedback. Now, straight away in my head, there's first of all, there's the voice going, I told you so. There's someone who doesn't like what you're doing. What are they thinking? Get ready. Here it comes. And there was another voice that said in my head, is this really a person that you want to be attracting into your business right now? And I considered who it was and I realized this person was not my core market. In fact, they were so far away from being my perfect ideal customer that it was like plainly obvious. Absolutely. Take on board what they say, Sam, but you need to be listening to the people that matter. You need to be listening to the people that are going to help you grow your business. They're the ones that are the voices you've got to pay attention to. And if they're not giving you feedback right now, that's okay. Keep doing what you're doing. Take everything on board but don't let yourself be pulled down by the negative stuff. I'm going to leave you with one last thing that I think is really important to remember. For every one person that complains, 
There are at least 10 people that love what you do and never say a word about it. The people that whinge tend to be the voices that reign above all. We pay attention to that. How often do you get someone come to you and say, I love your products. I love what you do. Your business is amazing. And then one person comes to you and says, I don't love your stuff at all. I've had a bad experience with it and I'll never use it again. Which voice do you hear? Which voice reigns loudest in your head? I know that most of us struggle with that negative one because it's really, really easy to hear the good stuff and let it go in one ear and out the other. But it's the thing that people complain about, the, the negative word, the negative voice that really rings in our heads. So how great would it be if every time we get some positivity, every time we get someone say something uplifting and um, amazing about us or some uh, great feedback, how can we make that ring louder in our heads? Maybe we could write it down. Maybe we could stick a post-it note up on the wall in our office every time someone says something positive. That way, when you get the little negative voice, that voice that can stop you being yourself, doing amazing things out there and whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing, you look up and you see all of those positive things sticking up on your wall. And it's really, really difficult for that negative thing to overtake from all of that because you realize that the positive stuff speaks so much louder than the negative. So I really want to encourage you. You are unique. You are amazing. You are perfect. Be yourself in whatever way you need to do that. If you feel icky and strange about the things that you're putting out there on social media, feel a bit pushy. If you feel unlike you, that's a really good indicator. It's a little siren going off to tell you you're not being congruent. You're not being yourself. So try lots of different things. But remember this, you are amazing and that is all you ever need to do. So if you're wondering how can I break through the noise, why aren't people paying attention to my stuff, why isn't anything getting seen, why aren't people connecting and engaging with me, it's probably likely that you aren't being you and they can't connect with you. So I'd love to see more of you out there on social media. So if this rings true to you, if this has sort of hit a little bit of a soft spot for you right now, if you're thinking, yep, you know what, I get some of those things. I get where Sam's coming from with that. Maybe I can be a little bit more myself out there on social media right now. If that's you, well, I hope that this episode has helped you out and given you a little bit more confidence, a little bit more justification that it's really okay to be yourself. So I want to encourage you, have an amazing, amazing day, guys. Look after yourselves. I hope this is a really uplifting week for you as you get out there and you be your unique self. You have a bit of fun doing it on social media and you connect with more of your perfect people. Have an amazing one. God bless. Bye for now. And we will see you again next week. Thank you for joining us in this episode of the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. If you love listening and you found that this was helpful for your direct selling business, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also check out the recommended video that's popped up on your screen right here. I look forward to seeing you again next time. Bye for now.